Hey, this is Kurt Angle. This is Marking Out, pro wrestling talk by pro wrestling fans. This is Marking Out. Pro wrestling talk by pro wrestling fans. We marking out, y'all. Follow on Twitter. Pro wrestling talk by pro wrestling fans. We marking out, y'all. Marking out. Pro wrestling talk by pro wrestling fans. We marking out, y'all. Brennan likes this thing. Pro wrestling talk by pro wrestling fans. We marking out, y'all. We marking out. Talk by pro wrestling fans. Welcome to Marking Out Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. This is episode 387, and that's right, this is the best podcast, so don't listen to anybody else. <laughs> no, I was just kidding. Check out other podcasts too, but don't forget to support us, especially when there's a huge sale going on. ProWrestlingTees.com slash Marking Out. Go buy your t shirts, use the code America. Also, go listen to all of our past episodes, MarkingOut.com, iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and Google Play. Also, give us a like on Facebook, Facebook.com slash MarkingOut, and YouTube.com slash MarkingOut11. Go check out Cooking with Brandon. Maybe or maybe not, we'll be seeing more action over on that page, so make sure you hit that we're, subscribe we're button. We're definitely going to. It's, we're filming next Wednesday. Uh-oh. Well, definitely hit that subscribe button so you will be one of the first to see it i had to i had to write you out of the script hey you know what <laughs> that's a-okay jobber's gonna job so it's a-okay um also make sure that you go check out what else is there oh email you can send us an email marking out uh marking out one at gmail.com also give us a follow on twitter my app marking out you can follow me dr dave at David the Rave underscore M-O. Also go follow Brandon at BTTG161. And, of course, Chris at Chris Dog. Hey, Brandon, how art thou today? I am doing awesome as always. Uh, if you hear a little background noise, it's a gardener outside blowing stuff. Jeez. <laughs> uh, really? Okay. <laughs> That's, yep, Mar- yeah. marking out 387. This is how we're starting it. <laughs> so, uh, how, how was your week? It was good. It was a good week. Um, nothing too crazy. I did uh, get to meet up with Chris and the family and everyone oh, yesterday for wow. a bit. Yeah, yeah. So, wow. Oh, wow. No, not, no, I wasn't doing Owen Wilson. I was doing Jennifer Aniston. Oh, What's that? Wow. Why she goes? Oh wow! I have no idea. She, that's just something. Sounds like something she would have said in the past. You know, I actually think that there's a Friends episode where she does say that. Okay. No, no, not at all. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it was good times. Got to hang out with the uh, the fam. Did you have a Zima? Excuse me. Did you have a Zima? No, no, no Zima for me. Uh, what's a Zima? That's a. Drink, right? You're old. I'm not old. Yeah, I think that that's too yeah, sweet. Yeah, it's an for... alcoholic beverage. It's too sweet. Look at this young buck over here. <laughs> no, I don't drink anymore, brother. But how are you? How was your week? It was good. Uh, last last Thursday, I went for the actual last time ever to Toys R Us until they open again, if they ever open again. Yeah, uh, it was a mess. Did you buy it? No, it was completely empty. It looked like Black Friday minus, like, the toys. People? No, minus oh. the toys. There were tons of people there trying to get deals. Like, this one woman had a full cart of just, like, one 
I don't know what the toy itself was, but she just had like a full card of them. And it's like, if they're here at the very last day of a Toys R Us like sale, like Toys R Us closes tomorrow, it's the second to last day it's ever opened. It, chances are you're not going to be like selling that toy for yeah a lot of money. But yeah, we went. I went there, and uh, it was depressing. Not really depressing, but sad. Yeah, I bet. But they uh, can't. They can't uh, reduce any of the prices any further, though, right? No, they're closed. They're officially closed. Well, I mean, last week it wasn't last it just week, like it was not eighty to ninety percent off, I believe. Was it? Well, yeah, I can't give any more. I mean, you can give like ninety nine percent off, but not really. But I mean, eighty to ninety percent off. What was? Is that like you still? I don't even think that you're still even getting a good sale from Toys R Us. I Absolutely, feel like you, still, you are compared to Amazon. A hundred percent. But what I feel like they also did don't have well, they they didn't have all that much in stock anyways to have that discount on. Right. But like, I if mean, if you got something from the last like sale day, then mm-hmm. you definitely you definitely paid a great price. I don't know. I was going to go in to check out, like, board games and stuff, but... They, they didn't even I, have board games on the last day. You should have yeah. done that You should have done that the week prior, though. But the thing is, I couldn't see the prices. They like, were. They were 100%. Good. They were, like, 70% off board games. Yeah, but 70% off of Toys R Us product. 10, 10 bucks. Really... 10 bucks. Nah. Would have been paying 10 bucks for, for a board game. Nah. Well, thanks for the heads up. I... Gave multiple heads ups. Well, I don't. I still don't think that they had it all. Like, I feel like you can't say you don't was, think they like did when you weren't there like and every, I was. Okay, but you you even confirmed that they really didn't have that much in stock. No, they didn't have much in stock on the last week. If you went the week before, they had tons of board games. Ah, uh, I don't buy it. What do you mean? I was there. Ah, uh, says you. I went says both. You. I went two weeks in a row. They had yeah. board games the week prior. The last week, they had nothing. Well, that's always uh, good to hear after everything. But yeah. what else? Um, what else? I, I crushed Happy Hour, of course. Of course. This, this time from Cheesecake Factory. Uh-huh. Um, which, by the way, they have new two new flavors coming out for National Cheesecake Day, which is July 30th, I believe. One is uh, Cinnabon Cheesecake. Yeah, sounds sweet. Well, it's a cinnamon bun. Sounds too sweet. And the other one is very cherry chocolate gear deli or something. Very cherry gear deli chocolate cheesecake or something. And mm-hmm. it looks delicious. And I can't wait to have it. I don't know. I'm a white raspberry person. Oh, that's so gross. I I like the white raspberry. That like literally like couldn't be the the like the the if you ask me what's the worst flavor? It's lemon gimmick and then raspberry. No way. Yeah. No way, Jose. Yeah. At all. A hundred percent. The only yeah. time I think raspberry is good is inside of a jelly donut. Mm-hmm. Eh. I don't know about that. Yeah, a hundred percent. But uh, also, uh, I finally played Sea of Thieves with like a, a group of people, I believe. It was mm-hmm. Sunday. Mm-hmm. Eric and I played... Uh, for maybe an hour or so, and then we reconvened later in the day and played with somebody else, three people, mm-hmm. and then the, that was we streamed it. 
So if you go to twitch.tv slash MTL Broski, maybe. Let me pull that up really quick. Twitch twitch.tv slash MTL Broski, yeah. And it's fun. I know some people complain about Sea of Thieves. I know you have no idea what Sea of Thieves is. <laughs> Heard of it? Yeah, but uh, I I was in I quite enjoyed it. You just basically you fight a bunch of skeletons and stuff. There's no like you have to like actually sail to get where you want to go. Mhm. It's fun. It it would be a game on your speed. What does that mean? Like it's not too difficult. <laughs> it's it's just the right entertaining, I think. Yeah, I prefer uh minimal. I I keep on I think I may end up after this exam and everything, I may end up buying that like either NES. either hooking yeah, either hooking up an old NES or buying the one that they got at Target with all the games loaded in them. But what I'm curious with that is like for Zelda, you're able to have like save points and I don't know if this gimmick is gonna save it. As if you, it you would have to. It would have that's, to. That's what I'm hoping. If it does, then I'm do, more do likely you, to purchase do you, it. Do you have uh, save points and stuff from Sonic? Mm, yes. So yes, I think, do. I'm assuming, I mean, I bought a Sonic, not a Sonic game specifically, a Sega collection for Xbox okay. One. So I'm assuming there are save points in that as well. Mm-hmm. It probably just acts a little different, like. No, it probably it's probably like the same sort of thing. Because what you're basically buying is an emulator, I think. Yeah. So, what you had in the game would be in this game. That's what it seems like. I, I mean, yeah, you, you can easily go on the computer and play an emulator, but I'd rather just have the actual, yeah. all the games like that. Yeah. But, alright, anything else happened this week? Uh, no, not, I mean, well, July 4th, mm -hmm. I went to my father's house. We, uh, we grilled out, grilled outside a little bit. Mm -hmm. It was super hot, ridiculous. That wasn't right of the weather. Eh, I didn't mind it. <laughs> no, dude, mind. it was like, it was like a dry heat. It was not good. I liked it. I enjoyed it. It was too you hot know? to go swimming. That's how hot it was. Eh, wasn't too bad. Wasn't too bad. All right. So, uh, anything else take place this week? No. All right. Let's get into some wrestling talk then. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, uh, Tough Enough Season 3 winner Matt Capitelli passed away. He, uh, I believe he announced last July that he had, he was diagnosed with a grade 4 tumor. In his brain, mm. which uh, was unfortunate, and uh, on June June twenty ninth, he passed away. Yeah, very uh, sad news, and very unfortunate. I mean, our condolences to all the families and friends out there, and just uh, yeah, just it's, awful stuff. It sucks. He had uh, he had to retire back in. 2007 I think because he had he was diagnosed with a brain tumor and he uh, battled through that and was able to to get over that and unfortunately it came back last last July mm -hmm. and it sucks because he had so much potential 
Um, mm-hmm. The the person the other person that won that season was was John Morrison. Mm-hmm. And I think uh, both of them obviously both of them had so much potential. Both of them did, and uh, he wasn't able to to showcase it. But I heard like grumblings that they're maybe thinking of inducting him to the WWE Hall of Fame through the Warrior Award. That's an interesting way to uh, induct, but I am definitely supportive of that, and I think it's kind of uh, it's fitting that it's the Warrior Award with everything that he has fought through. Um, and yeah, yeah, I, I, I would I would hope that uh, John Morrison could be there in some sort of capacity to induct him if that were to happen, mm-hmm. and. Uh, I'm like full supporter of Matt Capitelli getting inducted to the WW Hall of Fame under the Warrior Award. Yeah, I you know what? I'm going to say it up front and we spoke about it. The one thing that I hope is that the Warrior Award when he does get inducted and for the future that it doesn't end up being a 15 long, minute long conver- uh uh discussion about the ultimate warrior and what he has done instead of the person being inducted. Yeah. So I, I really hope that they do – someone speaks up to Dana Warrior and tells her to cut it out and to just focus on whoever's being inducted because I find it to become kind of disrespectful to whoever's being inducted that the spotlight isn't really on them at the moment. It's just unnecessary. So I hope that they do tell her to calm that down. And hopefully I, I 100% agree with that induction if that was how he got inducted. Yeah, so. and, and that'll allow some sort of spotlight for WWE to um, to give back to mm-hmm. the to a community like that. Yeah, I agree. And maybe I... help and maybe help other people who are suffering with that. Yeah, that's for sure. All right, well, let's get on to speaking about some. Pro uh, sports entertainment and some Monday Night Raw. Monday Night Nitro. I had a Macho Man off this week. That's interesting. <laughs> did you win? I did win. It was on. Uh, it was on late night with Broski. Uh huh. And the person that was on, like, kept saying, kept doing his impression, which was like not. A, it wasn't a bad impression. I think he sounds the guy sounds just like Sinister Minister. Okay. But uh when he was doing his impression of Macho Man, he was like he kept saying sucker. And mm-hmm. I kept like I, I like that's not something Macho Man would say, Why right? Sucka? I I guess that was just something that would come out during his Macho Man impression. Huh. And Maybe I also it's like a nervous tick. I also I enjoyed last night I did uh I did um Iron Cheek. I wasn't working blue. I was doing Iron Sheik as like <laughs> a PG version of Iron Sheik. Mm-hmm. So that was fun. That's so, that sounds like fun. Uh, yeah, I did the America's Funniest Home Videos theme song. Hey, there That's you Iron go. Sheik, yeah. But uh, yeah, so uh, Monday Night Raw kicked off with Roman Reigns. Basically speaking about the revival. Putting them over which was nice, and then kind of like taking a jab, saying, I never thought I'd lose to them. Uh, But then he called Bobby Lashley out, or Bob Lashley, 
And Drew McIntyre and Dolph Ziggler came out. And they beat him down. Seth Rollins ran out to make the save. And and uh, Kurt Angle ended up making a match for next week on Monday Night Raw. And Roman Reigns goes, goes no, I want it tonight. So he made that match for tonight, which was kind of confusing because uh, to me, like, I mean, I'm sure to everyone else also maybe, they kind of made it seem like they were scraping, uh, we're not scraping, scrapping the uh, Revival versus Bobby Lashley and Roman Reigns. But no, he was working uh, double duty. It was awesome. Yeah. Uh, next up, you had a promo from the B team imitating the, uh, what are they, the Delete. Deleters of, deleters of worlds. Yeah. Deleters of the world. I don't. Know. Whatever. Yeah. It was a funny promo, but Curtis Axel picking up the victory over Matt Hardy, minus uh, Bray Wyatt not present. Yeah, Bray Wyatt was in a car accident. Um, but I, everything's okay with him. Yeah. Uh, so this match, I really. Curtis Axel's finisher, it stinks. What? I really like his finisher. What? I mean, he's been using it for years. I'm pretty sure Hawkins at one point used to do that as a finisher, uh, too. A lot of people use that, and it still stinks. I really... I, that's There's one of my, no the, impact. That's literally one of my favorite finishers. Ugh. It really is. You're, you're insane. Why? It's like it's a you're neck insane. breaker. I'm always positive you said at one point that you didn't like it either. No, I would have never said that because it's literally one of my favorite moves. Dude, it stinks. No, it's he's, a neck breaker. What are you talking he's best about? Off he twists doing... them into the ground. It's awful. No. It's awful. I, I would rather him do a perfect plex or yeah, a rolling perfect plex. If you don't want to do a the exact same thing, perfect. do back to back to back. I don't know. I liked it. But it, like in this, at least, I, I, I appreciated the fact that it wasn't a fluke victory. Like last week, which was like a, still kind of weird to me, mm. but uh, I mean it wasn't like a. Uh, it was. I mean, you still have the distraction from Bo Dallas, but other than that, he was still able to hit his finisher. Rather than yeah. just like reversing a, uh, a superplex. Hit the crummy finisher. I I I like the move so. Uh uh-uh. Well, talking about crummy. Dr. Shelby with Sasha Banks and Bailey. Uh, such a it's a pathetic knockoff of everything that took place with Team Hell No. It is just icing on the cake as to why this feud has taken way too long. And for some reason they're just trying to stretch this out over the past how many years and it's just awful. At least it feels like it. So maybe with with Team Hell No, it led to them becoming a tag team. Okay. Maybe this is an introduction to the women's tag team division. Great. Really excited for that. Especially if it's going to be centered around Bailey and Sasha Banks. Really exciting stuff. I mean, you never know. No, not at all. They're, so now, they're so two, they, of, two of the four horsewomen. So then you're not going to have any of Bailey versus Banks' conclusion with their feud? No, you would have a match between them. And that would eventually lead to... Let's face it, dude. Let's face it. They don't... Creative has no idea what they are even doing with them. But maybe they do. For a long time, I feel like they didn't. 
that's why that's, they kept that's them teetering. Definitely correct. I mean, I feel like for a long time they didn't, and that's why they were teetering back and forth with this person's walking out on this person. This person attacked someone backstage. This person re- got revenge on them. I mean, I this thought person, I thought last week was good. I I thought not it was a, good with Bailey attacking Sasha. I feel like it's just taking too long for everything. Their match should have taken place a long time ago. I even think that we said that they they should have had a match at WrestleMania when they first started. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, it should have concluded at WrestleMania, and then you could progress into this entire Team Hell No ripoff. But I'm just not a fan. Um, next up, you had Authors of Pain picking up the victory over Titus Worldwide. Worldwide. There you go. Uh, yeah, I really I like the uh, the the tag team moves that AOP were doing. I agree, I agree. And also, I think uh, Apollo Cruz looking even more jacked than normal. You know, another guy. I think both of them have not gotten their uh, their time in the spotlight yet, yeah. especially Titus O'Neil. I've said it for a very long time since what a few years ago when he was with uh, Darren Young. I always said that Titus uh, Titus O'Neil is a heck of a talent, amazing on the mic. He has great physique, and I always said that he should be champion at some point. But for some reason, they end up just putting him back in tag team matches. And I'm like, the guy can do a lot of beneficial stuff. Plus, he's a good face to have uh, publicity-wise because he's been doing so much good promotions and uh, promoting and everything like that outside of WWE with um, all of his community service and everything. So I, I think he, he, they just haven't put it. I don't think that they banked on him enough. Uh, that's yeah. just my defense. Up next, you had Roman Reigns and Seth Rollins take on and defeat Dolph Ziggler and Drew McIntyre. Uh, only by disqualification though. Uh, I said this last week, I believe. This is definitely a match I would have I would have liked to have seen live. So now this match was a lot of fun. I may have missed it, but why did they put pair Reigns and Rollins versus Ziggler and McIntyre and not versus Revival? Well, that was later on in the night. But Revival Revival's in a feud right now with with Roman Reigns and Bobby Lashley, and because of Seth Rollins, uh. And then uh, Roman Reigns interjecting himself into it. Uh, Ziggler and McIntyre feuding with the Shield. But Lashley wasn't even involved with that original promo versus the revival. Like if Lashley made that say, like opened up with what do you Roman, mean? Reigns. he was involved with the revival promo in the intro. Not on Raw. That wasn't yeah, a, exactly. like that. He was calling out Bobby Lashley. Yeah, but you had Roman Reigns, Ziggler, McIntyre, and Rollins uh, out there, right? right. I, I it, it turned into because last week on Raw, Roman Reigns interjected himself into uh, Dolph Ziggler versus Seth Rollins. Okay, got it. I yeah, got so you. I would hope to have seen this match live. Uh, don't think that's going to happen as uh, both of them are in matches for at Madison Square Garden. But uh, this was definitely way better than anything Bobby Lashley could have been in. Mm-hmm. And uh, Ziggler and Rollins are great. They both hit awesome super kicks. 
during this match, or, or although Ziggler's was called a super kick and Rollins wasn't, which was weird. But the the disqualification came about when the revival came through the crowd and attacked Roman Reigns. I thought then, that was a cool. That was cool. Yeah, and then uh, Seth Rollins, uh, then Dolph Ziggler and Drew McIntyre continued the beatdown. They joined in, and uh, then they they hit the shatter machine on Roman Reigns. I, I I do have to say the Claymore and Zigzag. I hate that they don't have a name for it yet. Because well, now it's just what, what, what could you possibly call it? It's this. It's I, the move. It's like I, I I was the only thing I could think of is maybe claymation. Well, it, it I think like call it claymation or something instead of oh the zigzag with the claymore. Call it the Zigmore. Like, yeah, like combine something there. I I really like claymation. Call it I like the, something the clay-zag. that's what's that the clayzag. Clay, clay-zag? Yeah, just call it something instead of, oh, zigzag with the claymore. Put let's make it into an actual team. A team maneuver. Uh... Like, I, I need to combine. Next up, you had a segment with Baron Corbin uh, in the ring with Finn Balor, kind of uh, demanding an apology. Yeah, he said that they were the reason why uh, the match fell apart last week. Which kind of, I mean, Finn Balor was what was he kicked Baron Corbin. Yeah, he's he's not wrong. Yeah, but uh, they they started to fight here, but Corbin escaped. That was that. Maybe yeah. maybe a pre-show gimmick. Mm-hmm. But also, uh, in regards to Ziggler and Seth Rollins, they have a thirty-minute Iron Man match. I think. Is that right or no? Really? I I don't know. Let me see. Extreme Rules. They have at Extreme Rules. Dolph Ziggler will be facing Seth Rollins for the Intercontinental Championship in a 30-man minute Iron Man. A 30-minute Iron Man match. Huh. So that'll that'll be awesome. Yeah, I agree with you. Uh, next, after Baron Corbin, you had Amber Moon defeating Liv Morgan. Uh, before the match backstage, Liv Morgan and Sarah Logan were, were walking, and they ran into Elias. Asked him to play some uh, some music for him, for them, and he did. While they uh, wrecked that the backstage yeah, area, I, I like that they're like, "Are are you going to be playing a concert at there?" And he's just like, "Tonight, not, not no." For these people. I, I I hope I hope he plays Madison Square Garden. I'll pop for that. <laughs> I thought it was really cool to see them all backstage and everything working yeah, last, together. Last week I thought it was kind of weird when they like interacted with Jinder Mahal because it like kind of seemed like they were like starting a feud with him. But uh, I'm starting to like the backstage inclusion of superstars and and women or superstars, yeah. just men and uh, women, I should say, not superstars. Everyone's a superstar. Yeah, I, I agree with you in the fact, like, I really enjoyed the uh, intergender interactions, especially, I mean, you see it a lot on SmackDown right now with Ellsworth and Asuka. I, well, I mean, I really this is like... a little little different than that, but... Well, I, I, I mean, like, in the same way, I just like them not being really... Uh, not except... set to one division. Exactly. Like, I, I like to see the interactions, whether it's physical or just verbal backstage... I think that it's it's good. Um, Ruby Riot wasn't wasn't uh, at Monday Night Raw. She is injured with an MCL sprain. Not bad, not bad. What do you think? How many weeks? Uh, MCL 
it shouldn't be too long, especially if it's a spring, maybe two weeks out. Oh. Yeah, I don't, I don't think it should be too long, especially if nothing's torn or anything. Probably just bruised. So, I like. Uh, I liked after this match when uh, when Sarah Logan ran into the ring as Ember Moon was getting out, she got kicked from Sarah Logan. I don't think Sarah Logan meant to like actually hit her, mm-hmm. but it looked good. And Ember Moon sold it because she's awesome. Yeah, she's really been very impressive, and uh, I really love Riot Squad. I, I and everything that the, they're all doing is really entertaining, and especially Liv Morgan. I that selling of the uh, what uh, what the finisher. Oh, the the, uh, her, the eclipse. Yeah, her selling of that was just really awesome. So, and it's kind of funny being on Twitter and seeing, like, people post fan pics imitating Liv Morgan. And I'm like... With the, with the tongue. Yeah, with the tongue stuff. And I'm like, all right, I guess she's, like, as a heel gimmick, she's still able to catch on to a, a young female audience. Yeah, but I where mean, where do people get, like, what's turning your tongue blue? A lollipop or something? Or yeah, what? probably like a, a blow pop or something like that. Well, that's a throwback to the 90s. Yeah, I would assume so. But very entertaining, as we were saying. Uh, next up, you have that tag team match. Uh, Bobby Lashley and Roman Reigns picked up the victory over the Revival, but <laughs> by DQ. Yeah, and I think like literally what's great about this is that Bobby Lashley had such minimal in-ring time. Roman Reigns just wouldn't tag him. Yeah. And I think uh, Revival, Revival beating Roman Reigns down... Causing that that disqualification is great. I agree with you. I think that it was really good. I think that the spot that they're in is great, and I hope it leads to something big for them. I agree. I really hope that they start to get the spotlight. I For a moment, I thought that maybe the Revival and Ziggler McIntyre were going to form some sort of a, a group in that first segment. I was just I like, thought so, too, and I thought that would lead to a, a fourth for the shield and Lashley, but what do you mean a fourth? Well, to Ziggler McIntyre revival is four. Uh huh. Shield and Bobby Lashley are three. Oh, okay. I, I I understand what you're saying. I mean, I I who knows? Maybe that can happen. I don't know what Dean Ambrose's uh, return is. I I haven't seen or heard anything about him in a long time. I mean, I feel like the most recent that I've heard anything Dean Ambrose related was when he appeared. Game. Yeah, when he appeared at the hockey game with a haircut and stuff. So, and it's kind of funny. He looked like uh, the lead singer of Slipknot, Corey Taylor, a little bit when he was there. But yeah, yeah. Uh, so it's like uh, for the first time in a while, this is like the like since coming to the main roster, it's like shades of NXT. So. Yeah. Hopefully, more, hopefully more people get placed in feuds like this that that kind of got dropped from NXT. Yeah. Well, talking about a feud from uh, not really from NXT, but coming up from NXT, No Way Jose and Mojo. Mojo showing more, a lot more aggression, continuing that aggress- aggressive streak, taking out a bunch of the uh, conga line. Well, taking and then out, taking, out, taking out that cheeseburger. Yeah. And then. Uh, no way Jose tried to do something, and uh, 
he ultimately got squashed down by Mojo. Yeah, to no avail. It's weird. I don't know where they're going with this. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't see Mojo, like, winning. Although I f- rewind to when he won the Battle Royal, I would have said the same thing. So who knows? <laughs> I, I'm i still very torn on Mojo. I... I, I like I really don't have a problem with him, but I just don't get it. I agree with you. I don't get it either, and I'm not too sure what I'm not too sure how to feel about it all. Yeah. But uh, up next, you had Nia Jax defeating Mickey James. Uh, Natty was in Nia's corner, and Alexa Bliss was in Mickey James' corner. I, again. Can't stop saying it over and over again. I hate that Natty is fighting somebody else's feud. Yeah, I mean, I can't say it over and over, but I hate that Natty's in a feud. But that's just me. It's just, um, and what's so stupid, it made absolutely zero sense. WWE earlier in the day touted the fact that Shayna Baszler was backstage at Raw. Mm-hmm. And then it literally nothing came of it. They didn't mention it on Monday Night Raw. She wasn't shown on Monday Night Raw. Really? Yeah. They were like break, like not. I don't know if they said breaking, but like, I'll just do it for the sense of making fun of the the fact that they showed it. Yeah. Breaking. Shayna Baszler's backstage at Monday Night Raw, and then like they interviewed her. Why are you here? She goes, Well, it's my hometown, or <laughs> maybe it's because I have a friend who's suspended for thirty days and can't be here to speak up for herself. Or something, and it's like, and then nothing came of it on TV. It's like, okay, cool. Yeah, thanks. Appreciate yeah. it. Uh, and then, last but not least, the main event we saw Braun Strowman defeating Kevin Owens via countout. Um, before the match, well, actually, even earlier in the night when Kevin Owens pulled up to the arena, he like illegally parked. And didn't give the valet his keys because of what happened last week. I mean, rightfully so. Which, yeah, that valet should have been fired for giving somebody else's keys out. Right? I mean, I don't care what the size is, but to give out someone's car like that, that's just negligence. Yeah. And uh, although, to really flip the car, did Braun Strowman really need car keys? I guess to get it in the position it was in, but... I mean, kind of unnecessary, but I keep on seeing shades of uh, Goldberg with Sid when they did their thing where Goldberg kept on flipping uh, Sid's car backstage and then he crushed it another time. And all you hear is like Sid running backstage being like, why me? Why me? That, That entire clip. Yeah. Yeah, so, so I keep uh, going back to that. So Kevin Owens ran from the, the match and got to the parking lot and realized he forgot his car keys. <laughs> mid-match. This is mid-match. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so he hid inside a porta potty Hilarious. Which it's like... like I, was, I was kind of making uh, Ready to Rumble references. <laughs> the picture yeah. of the week is like an, a really off... <laughs> ready to rumble reference that nobody will understand but me I mean hopefully now that we mentioned it hopefully people will get the ready to rumble reference to the picture yeah but... just to describe it it's uh 
It's the scene when uh, when Gordy was told by Sean not to do it, and Gordy's like, "Well, what do you mean? I do what?" And he goes, "You know what I'm talking about. Friends don't do it to friends." And then Sean goes into the porta potty, and Gordy hooks up the the hose and blows everything <laughs> all over the place inside the porta potty. And Sean was Sean said beforehand, he goes, "If you do it, Jimmy King will will get hurt." And then, and then yeah, uh, spoiler, spoiler, yeah, spoiler alert, Jimmy King, <laughs> Jimmy King got hurt and lost the title. And that's where the entire story starts. So blame Gordy. Sorry, yeah. sorry, David Arquette. Uh, if you'd like to defend yourself, David Arquette, come on the show. We <laughs> welcome you. Yeah. Um, why is it I feel like we can easily probably get a hold of David Arquette to to even meet up at some point? I mean, he seems very easily accessible, yeah, especially seems... with like Sean and his wrestling love. Seems like a cool guy. Yeah, I, I feel like we got connections to David Arquette. I like the, the former WCW well, champion we got connections with. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to well that again. <laughs> uh, I like I like before we even go into the whole porta potty okay. uh, saga. I liked before the match when uh, Jinder Mahal was backstage with Kevin Owens trying to like help him breathe. I think stuff like that adds. to Oh yeah, that a match. I thought that was hilarious. Yeah, but uh, yeah, so he hid in the porta potty. Braun Strowman goes finds him. I don't know how he finds him. <laughs> he just—I love the fact that he banged on the porta potty and like tried to ch- adjust his voice to like a maid or something. Yeah, come out, come out, or whatever he said. <laughs> yeah, it's like he took a wild guess. He duct taped the the porta potty shut and started to to drag it, drags Dude, it that, up. That's like brute strength that he was doing that. Yeah, do you think like, KO was actually in there? Ah, uh, I kept on trying to think about it. Unless you do a, a cut clip, I mean, I don't know. I, I would think so because, I mean, he was also dragging it through the, uh, like, through, like, uh, all of the lighting equipment and stuff like that. Every time yeah, that, they got something. <laughs> that, that reminded me of Steve Austin with the Zamboni. Yeah, me too. Because, <laughs> like, like when time... Steve was driving backstage, he, 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 like, knocks over a light and everything. Yeah, it's like, like you, you would think he... you would think they would have cleared the passage. Yeah, like him. every time, but I feel like it made it more. Uh, I don't want to say believable, but it made it more fun to watch and enjoyable to yeah. see him just like kind of just go through everything. And I'm like, damn, this guy is really strong to be like. It would get get caught on ropes and stuff, and just pieces of metal, and he would just keep on dragging it along. I mean, I don't, I don't think that they put any wheels on there. No, you could definitely tell there weren't. But there was like, like, is there normally a side ramp like that for the porta potty to get up onto the the stage? I don't know. I, I don't think there is. There could be, so. but I don't think there is. But I, he, do you think that he was in there? I, I have no idea. I mean, when they when you see end segment, it was so like. I guess well done. I only watched it the one time. And it was a lot of cutscenes. So, I mean, you could have easily had Kevin, like, slide in somewhere. But even still, you have to get him from backstage to... Unless it was pre-filmed, uh, the backstage stuff, with the porter potty. Well, you just yeah, have... he would just go under the, the stage. 
Exactly. Have him underneath the stage, and then once it tilts over, have him like slide through while all the referees. Well, well are... they'd also they would have they covered him in blue stuff. Yeah, which it's like there's no way. I don't think at least that the cleaner inside of a porta potty is that kind of blue. I don't think that would stain your skin like that. I think it does. I that color blue. I I'm, I, I was I, under I the impression it was like a lighter blue. I, I don't. This think was I like just... a blue dust blue. I don't know. I mean, Kevin, I've never Kevin had Owens that looked happen. like he was about to face gold gold dust at St. Valentine's Day Massacre '98. <laughs> I I do think that it was a very entertaining way to end Raw, and what I really yeah, like, he, he bodied the the porter potty off of the stage. Yeah, what I I really I think that Kevin Owens is probably was probably in there, but on top of everything, to top it off, I think it was great that the ring announcer still announced Braun Strowman as the winner after everything. I thought that that like usually you would get used to like maybe it would it would end, be but, yeah it, like the copyright no contest or something. Well, no, like you just had the copyright come out and stuff like that. But I love the fact. That to close it out, they still had the announcer announce Braun Strowman as winner by countout, and then you play his theme song and and Raw. I really liked that small addition, whether intentional or not. I really liked it. It's funny because it's like with the uh, the porter potty stuff. Like the the very first thing I thought of was was Ready to Rumble, and then uh-huh. I also when it was like on the stage and stuff, I just kept thinking of Joey Janela. <laughs> with Jake Jake Roberts. Oh, <laughs> I didn't even think about that, but that's funny. Yeah. So, all right. Also, let's... random thought: Diana Perazzo out of All In. Yeah. Could she be in the May Young Classic? I think so. Rumor has it that she signed a few weeks ago. We did put out a tweet in regards to it, and I think that uh, she's going to be at NXT very shortly. Did you see Cody Rhodes tweet to her? I did, but I don't remember it. Uh, he he told her like gave her advice to that Triple H likes to be taller in the picture, so make sure she takes a big step ahead, something like that. So I thought that was kind of funny, but amazing talent, a lot of drive. We've spoken about her, praised her work ethic a lot of times on the podcast. So it's going to be a lot of fun to see what she does in NXT. Yeah. Um, let's, let's take a, an unusual quick little break right now. And we'll be right back here on Marking Out. Marking Out. Hey everybody, this is Lex Luger, the Total Package, and you are listening to Marking Out. Oh, hey folks, I'm WWE Hall of Famer, Hacksaw Jim Duggan. And if you want to check out a podcast, I said, if you want to check out a podcast, check out Marking Out, tough guy. Ho! Everybody, this freight train. I'm with Mark and Allen on a podcast show. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to Marking Out, episode 387. Uh, let's move on to SmackDown. SmackDown! Renee Young opened up SmackDown uh, to interview Team Hell No, which they argued. It was fun. Typical Team Hell No stuff. Daniel Bryan was saying how Kane didn't always support him. And uh, brought up things from his past, and Kane argued that he always did support him. So did the they did the whole yes no yes no thing. That was good. And then the Usos cut them off, and said that they deserve 
a title shot for the tag team championships. And Paige came out and made a match later on in the evening for uh, a num- not a number one contender shot, uh, ship spot, but if the Usos were to win, they would get added to the match at Extreme Rules. So, uh, the, the Team Hell No stuff, I like. The Usos thing, I, I didn't... I guess it was just to give them a match. I I, I really do like the Team Hell No stuff, because, but it's for the wrong re. It shouldn't be for this reason, though. I mean, we know, let's face it, without Team Hell No, that Monday Night Raw tag team division would be nothing. A few years ago, everything, the tag team division was so awful, but Team Hell No really brought that team, that tag team division to another another level, and it made it so much fun and entertaining, something that it was lacking uh, because of storylines, but Team Hell No brought it. And unfortunately, SmackDown has such a stacked, uh, tag team division, but the storylines... Yeah, they're, they're not using the tag teams. Exactly. The storylines and everything that goes with it are just not entertaining, not... won't Don't catch your interest at all. I mean, look at the way that they introduce Sanity. Awful. Um, so I feel like the Team Hell No into SmackDown tag team division is a great way to start to give some steam to this like... Um, highly stacked tag team roster. It's a great also, way to help build it, but it's unnecessary. I, I mean, it's un- I also, I don't know what you're talking about with the 2012 tag team division though. Team hell no really was a big reason why it became I mean, booming. That's funny. You said that. Why? Because air boom was a tag team in 2011. Oh, that's funny. Back then. Yeah. I mean, I mean, they had good tag teams, but the storylines and everything was awful. I wonder who, to, I wonder who like who was in that division because like you had, used to complain had, about it a lot. You had Kofi Kingston and Evan Bourne as the tag team champions in 2011 and then January that was August 2011, January 2012 Primo and Epico won the titles. And then April 2012 Kofi and R-Truth won the the titles. Which I think that it would have still maintained Air Boom if Boom if it wasn't for Evan Bourne getting busted, because that was during that entire marijuana or uh, or whatever the synthetic yeah. marijuana thing. So and then five months later from that, you had Team Hell No. Exactly. They, they, they won the titles from Kofi and Truth, and then that set up 246 days. I think it says. Um, yeah. And then you don't remember that it was it in, was really in, bad. Well, in came the Shield. Yeah, it, dude, it was really, really terrible. The tag team. I don't know. I just time. don't. I, yeah, I don't remember. I don't know who was in the division. I don't. I don't think they had that many tag teams in the division. But Team Hell No really put the spotlight back onto that division. And I feel like right now that's exactly what they're going to do with SmackDown. But it's unfortunate because it's, it's not. Uh, they. It's like if they went with good storylines and stuff. It's not like they're really they would need to go this route, but because of the storylines and everything that they're doing being so bad with SmackDown right now on tag team wise that they have to do this route. Yeah. Well, I I just hope that I am totally pro it. I just hope that it starts to build into stuff. Like you, I guess this is going to lead into tank. Hell no with bludgeon brothers, but it's kind of like one of those things like where we also have sanity. We have the Usos Fandango. Uh, Actually they're on raw now. But we have so many tag teams in that. Yeah, but there's so many good tag teams over there. Maybe 
we just need the team Hono to well, like I said, it. like I said, I think WWE put a pause on the, the the SmackDown tag team titles while Luke Harper and Eric Rowan are champion, which made no sense other than to build up sanity and, and have and have them do something first. But even so, to build so I think I, I still don't think Team Hell No is going to become champion. I think this is just to build up Harper and Rowan. I think that. They but actually, will. you know what? It makes more sense for Team Hell No to lose to Sanity than it would for Bludgeon Brothers. So who knows? Exactly. I I have a feeling that Damn it's it. going to be Team Hell No and Bludgeon Brothers, but then maybe Team Hell No defeats Bludgeon Brothers at some point, and then or Sanity defeats uh, Team Hell No, and then it ends up coinciding with the Bludgeon Brothers Sanity feud. But. So, first match of SmackDown, we had an open challenge for the United States Championship. Accepted by The Miz. And Jeff Hardy picked up the victory. Jeff Hardy, Good match. Jeff Hardy rocking that red, white, and blue face paint. Dude, that face paint is was awesome. I like the, the commentary team, like, completely lost it. I'm actually, I when, didn't get to comment on it last week, but I'm really happy that Jeff Hardy is doing that face paint again with the eyelids. Yeah. I think that's that's just so cool. When uh, Corey Graves goes, if this is for July Fourth, why is why does Jeff Hardy have the Union Jack on his face? Mm-hmm. And I think it was Tom. Tom goes, well, it's just it's red, white, and blue. And then like his, he starts hysterically laughing. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, so I liked when uh, Miz had his feet on the ropes for the two count, and the ref caught him, but Miz like still celebrated as if he won. Mm-hmm. I thought that was good, and uh, yeah, so it, it was a good match. It was like a, it seemed like a forty minute match. It wasn't a forty minute match. I think it was like the the SmackDown's first match took place like within the first forty minutes, or something like that. But mm-hmm. yeah, so I'm I'm happy for Jeff Hardy's face paint. Uh, it was a good match. Up next, we had a 4th of July pancake eating p- contest with the um, participants being the members of New Day. They The pancakes themselves were red, white, and blue. And uh, Insanity interrupted. Sanity's just... A little, a little rude. Yeah, not really uh, pancake fans, I guess. Yeah. Maybe they're they, more into waffles. And then Xavier Woods got put through the table. Yeah. No, no time for syrup. Nope. They did not get to uh, enjoy it at all. Did you see uh, the hot dog eating contest? I didn't, but I saw it was, what, like 74? Yeah, kind of kind of grotesque at moments. So, apparently, on July 4th, uh, there's approximately 150 million hot dogs eaten I'm, in America. I'm not surprised. And it totals to seven billion yearly. Hmm. Interesting. Do we know what's actually in a hot dog? Meat. Yeah. What kind? I mean, and there's there's pork hot dogs. There's beef hot dogs. Where is the meat coming from? Uh, an animal. The butt. <laughs> the hip. I, the it's belly. Just, I think it's like a mix of everything. Huh. I had I had like really good chicken and Asiago cheese sausages yesterday. It was really good. Really See, good. It's like in a hot dog. Sometimes you like, like. I guess it's more rare these days. But like, I miss the snap of a hot dog. 
The snap of a hot dog? Yeah. When did you ever get a snap of a hot dog unless you microwave it? Mm, no. I don't know. Yeah. I thought what I do you mean a snap of a hot snap. dog? Like the skin would snap. I don't know. What? I thought so at least, but these... Uh... That's a Slim Jim. What? <laughs> but the sausages had like a snap to it and it was good. So, uh, yeah. All right. I, I, I hope to get more of them. Nah. Well, all right. Next up, <laughs> we got speaking Oscar. of more of yeah, yeah. Oscar, Oscar versus James, James Ellsworth went to a double countout. Oscar chasing him through the crowd, yeah. only to uh, once they get back to ringside to get taken out by Oscar. Carmella uh, taking out Carmella. Yeah. Which and then Paige came out and made a match for next week, a lumberjack match. Between yeah. Ellsworth and Asuka. So I'm looking forward to that again. Anything where we get more of this is, I'm, I'm, sign me up, I'm on board. I agree with you. I think that it's awesome. And and, and I, hopefully it's not like a quick match. And hopefully uh, more, more happens than this week. I'm really happy to see just them being featured. And I, also I have, to say, I have to say it sucks at some points because it's like, Asuka, look how 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 much into this match did James Ellsworth run away, and she mm. didn't defeat him. Yeah. So it's like she, they're like they're giving they're they're kind of like taking Asuka's like unbeatableness away from it at the same time as like building up Ellsworth as maybe a serious contender. Yeah. Uh, and also, this has nothing to do with uh, the wrestling product itself. I want Ellsworth in WW2K19. I, I wanted him in 2K18. A lot of people did, and it didn't happen. Yeah. Kind of feel like it's not going to happen here as well, but maybe, hopefully. I hope so. I mean, I completely changed my tune with Ellsworth. Uh, now I'm very entertained by him. It sucks. Like, back when Hornswoggle was employed, he, like, never made a WW video game. The only time he was in was when, like, it was, like, a little cutscene where you could, uh, you could, or I think he was, like, as a manager backstage sometimes. Yeah. Something. But, like, when you were playing as Finley or whatever, you'd, like, press down on the D-pad and he would, like, come out from under the ring and give a shillelagh in the ring. But, like, he was hmm. never a playable character, which I, I guess because they couldn't, like, everything is, like, I guess they'd have to, like, reprogram all the moves and stuff. I guess. Because he's, like, what, four-something instead of another height? Yeah, it's true. So. I guess. And that that's, I think that was the reason why uh, Zach Gowan never made the game. Because they couldn't figure out how to make him wrestle with just one leg. But it's like, at that point, just put in two legs. No he, way. Sometimes he would wrestle with the fake leg. No way. No way what? Jose. He would no, wrestle. really? What? That was like an actual thing? That was like an issue? I, I, I'm almost certain. It was like, that was 2004, maybe? Even, no, 2003? Huh. Maybe, I don't remember. So I, I don't I don't fully remember. I just, I think I remember that. Wow. Uh, Yeah, but up next we had AJ Styles defeating Aiden English, which uh, Rusev distracted AJ Styles, which... Uh, I said witch a lot. <laughs> yeah. 
it allowed Oops. it allowed Rusev, uh, not Rusev, Aiden English to get some moves in towards the beginning of the match. But AJ Styles was able to make a comeback and and lock in that calf crusher. Nah. And, and as soon as the match ended, Rusev attacked AJ. I I was a fan of the attack post match. And did you see uh, did you see good old AJ supporting that mask again in Japan? I did see that, and it's like. Will it or won't be in <laughs> 2K19? Probably not, but uh, also, like, will we ever see that here? Mm. Mm. Maybe. Like, what's the Becky. significance to, to Japan as opposed to here? Yo no say. I don't know. But Becky Lynch picked up the victory over Peyton Royce. Should have happened uh, last week. Yeah. They, like, wrote it for last week. It made no sense that she randomly faced Sonya Deville. Or yeah. It was Sonya. Yeah, Sonya Deville. But I, I, the, Peyton Royce did, uh, she does this, uh, like, a swinging Samoan drop. I don't really know what to, like, describe it as other than that. Swinging Samoan drop? Yeah. Yeah. Which I think that move is awesome, and uh, WW2K19, hopefully, step, step your game up. Yeah, and I honestly, I just I can't keep saying it enough. I wish the Iconics were part of television more. I wish they were higher than where they are now. I agree with you. Hopefully, I, I hopefully they'll pull the trigger on them at some point. I have a feeling that they will, but it's just a matter of time. And I will admit that it take took me a long, long time to figure out who. Billy Kay was and who Peyton Royce was. Hmm. For a long time, I've been switching their names up. I liked uh, I liked how the the tweet that I think you retweeted with Becky Lynch. Yeah, I was. Like, I what thought a, that was what hilarious. A saga. What a saga that was. Right, Becky Lynch killing it on Instagram. I mean, in just general. I I, she, I hope that she gets her due. You know, I really hope. Main event of the evening. Team Hell No picking up the victory over the Usos. Uh, solid match. Like I Not... still, I still think it was dumb. Yeah, but uh, the match itself was fun. Man, it wasn't too uh, bad. I'm, I'm more than happy that uh, that Team Hell No is back. Um, and uh, and the match was good. Yeah, I agree with you. Kane, I, Kane I... getting the Usos with the the choking both of them i always hate that spot i really do it's kind of like a corny gimmick spot yeah i understand that but in the same sense it's like the whole like lifting your knees up or lifting your leg up type of thing yeah Uh, yeah yeah it's true so but uh, yeah so i like that and daniel bryan with the big finish yeah The, the one thing just really irks me here it's just it's the pyro. I can't stand that. I it, every time I hear it, it's again. I've said this so many times in the past. It's just like a knife in my, in my a dagger in my chest or whatever. Yeah. It's just it's so annoying. It doesn't sound like pyro. Just give us real pyro. We want the pyro. Like what was what was the noise that that they used to use in Ryback's entrance? Was that like a, a fake? pyro thing or oh i don't even remember yeah i really don't 
So Bludgeon Brothers came out and stared him down to end SmackDown. Yeah, so we're going to be getting that to take place. Um, it should be entertaining. Hell no in Bludgeon Brothers, but I and I guess Sanity is going to be with New Day. But it, I'm just still annoyed that they, with so much talent in that tag team division that this is kind of how it is right now. Um, am I, I don't know how it got there. Am, am I wrong with like what I'm thinking no. or like? It should be a lot more intense. And... It's for for whatever. I mean, they used all of their options already. They they literally had the shakeup because of the the storyline purposes, and then used it all. They used all their tag teams, right? I mean, after that that uh, draft and everything, we were like, "Wow, this tag team division is stacked, and it's going to be really really good." And then they just never cashed in on what they had i guess i, I know we uh the bar has been missing from smackdown yeah the bar's been out for a while injury or no no they they've been working dark matches i think that's weird going from help holding the tag team titles for so long to working dark matches yeah i think uh we're gonna see ty dillinger versus uh samoa joe next week Samoa Joe also left off, not here. Yeah, I mean, aside they, from the backstage segment, yeah, they built him up for a good amount, but really nothing coming from it. I mean, and then Nakamura, who well, knows I mean, what would have happened if he didn't get injured? Well, yeah, get injured from a dog. Yeah, you know, it, apparently he got bit by a dog in Japan, and that's why he's been out for two weeks. It was Japan. I thought so. Was he on SmackDown though? Right? Were they Were they just in Japan? I, I did. I was under the impression it was like in the United States. That no, I think it was while they were overseas he got bit. Uh, I don't know. But what was he not? Did they air a promo for him? Yeah, they did air a promo. Segment? Yeah, they did. I don't. I don't. What do you remember it? No, it was just him talking into the camera about something. About Jeff Hardy and the U.S. Championship, no? I don't recall. Yeah, I think, I I think that's what it was recall. about. Yeah, but still. I think he's out for another two more weeks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, let's see if it says, let's see. Um, yeah, Bakersfield. All right. It was, it was a Californian. California. He, he, worked, he worked Tokyo. He worked the event. Oh, he did? Well, I mean, worked as in he came out and... Oh, uh, okay, but he, he didn't had, have a he, match. No, yeah, he had the he had crutches. Yeah. Or one crutch. Yeah. Well, all right. I guess that's all the sports entertainment talk. A, uh, time for shameless plugs. Shameless plugs. All right, time for shameless plugs. Uh, make sure you go give a follow to Jake Atlas, uh, also known as Kenny Marquez. Um, go give him a follow at I'm I am Jake Atlas. Uh, you can book him Jake Atlas zero one at gmail.com. Uh, he was actually featured on. Uh, what TV show was that with uh, Stephanie McMahon recently? Undercover Boss. Yeah, I didn't. 
I did not get that episode at all. What do you mean? Like, I don't think anything like that really happens in real life. I'm so sketched <laughs> out with that show as is. Like, no, I, like, for for the most part, I believe Undercover Boss, but once you, like, I, I, when they had the guy shooting NXT superstars who, I, A, I didn't know either of them. Uh-huh. And B, like, they were, fi- like, taking photographs of them and, like, having a match in the back like alleyway or something and it's like do they i've never heard of i've heard of people doing like pay for like where they pay for like erotic wrestling pictures and matches and stuff yeah i've never once seen that side of i don't know like getting wrestling photos taken of yourself like doing a match outside especially when you're an nxt superstar yeah i i really never heard of that at all I'm not too sure, but regardless, that's one prowrestlingtees.com slash market out. Use Make the code sure America you... for 20% off. Yes. Make sure you go check out Jake Atlas. Go support him. Go give a follow. He actually just this year debuted at PWG. So definitely an up-and-coming superstar. Go check him out. Give a follow. Also, go check out Jordan Grace. Give her a follow at Jordan Grace, and you can go purchase all of her products, jordangracewrestler.com. She actually has right now, I guess a lot of female wrestlers get a ton of DMs from creepy promoters and fellow wrestlers, promoters, fans, just really harassing them, asking for pictures, asking for this and that. And just really being disrespectful. So what Jordan Grace has done is she started to get 8x10s of the DMs. Or, no, I think she put a collection of all the DMs together as a book. And she, I think, autographs it and stuff. And she is selling it on her website. So with all of the DMs included in there. So if you were one of... I'm in a Jordan Grace merchandise book. Yeah, right? So for all those people that decided to embarrass themselves by shooting her a dm well now you are included in this uh this book that she has collaborated of all the dms it's 28 pages of funny gross and absurd dms that she has received over the course of her career which is on facebook twitter and instagram so i'm sure it's entertaining uh unfortunately but jordan grace wrestler.com <laughs> yeah Unfortunately, they do get this. It's real life. Uh, so Also, go... yeah, just don't be creepy. Yeah. Let's, Stop let's, being creepy. Let's not do that. Especially if you're... Well, I guess there's no especially period. You should not do that. But if you are a promoter or a fellow wrestler, come on. And if you're a fan, come on. Okay. Uh, now, also, go check out... Go give a follow to Giancarlo at yeah Giancarlo. Uh, him and Joey Janela have been killing it with all of their promotions that they've been, uh, all of their videos that they've been doing. The collaborations have been epic. Um, John Carlo produced that entire first re-debut of Joey Janela, the bad boy himself. And now he's been doing everything with GCW. And most recently was their segment for the matchup of Joey Janela uh, at August 17th, GCW um the Joey Janela event, Joey's lost. And it's just insane. Like, they actually made a short 
clip move a short movie of Joey Janela fighting a few guys, and then he wants to face the boss. But before he faces the boss, he has to get through his next opponent. And at GCW August seventeenth, his next opponent's going to be Hakushi. I mean, when was the last time we saw Hakushi? Uh, do you think he's going to be facing Muda? I have a feeling that it's going to end up being the boss may end up being Suzuki. Oh, oh, I mean, he did. Suzuki did wrestle at GCW during that WrestleMania weekend. So I wouldn't be. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if once Joey Janela gets to the boss that it is Suzuki because he seems like it would be a big build. I mean, maybe I, I just hope that he doesn't get to this boss uh, too quickly. I really find this entertaining. So hopefully there's a few more uh, Japanese wrestlers or whoever before he gets to this boss. But even after he faces the boss, hopefully they continue with this. Because did you see the video? Yeah, it's actually really entertaining. It's awesome. Yeah, I mean, so props to everybody on that production who put this together, John Carlo killing it. So go give him a follow. Yeah. At, yeah. John Carlo. All right, Brandon, any, uh, shout outs. I'm Louie Anderson. Survey says Brandon shout outs. First shout out, uh, is a bit of a weird one, but not really weird when it's coming from me. It's going to sauerkraut. Wow. That's weird. Yeah. I mean, July 4th just passed and, uh, Hot dogs. People eat hot dogs. That they do. I I did not have a hot dog. I didn't have sauerkraut, but now why the kraut? I, it's just I think it's the better part of the hot dog. You know what? Only recently I've discovered this uh, amazing topping. The amazing sweet, topping of oh, sweet <laughs> say the relish. amazing topping. Sweet relish is is new to you. Yeah, I mean, on a hot I, dog I, or in general? Uh, uh, maybe in general. Like I only started recently having it at like BJ's, you know, the small packets. But then I started, I started having it uh, whenever I see it at a at a barbecue or whatever. I'll make sure that I put some sweet relish on there. But before then, you, you before could just BJ's, call it relish. I, you don't actually have to say sweet relish. Why is there? You could just say relish. It's relish. Relish will be relish regardless. Let's do prowrestlingtees.com slash market out. Use the code America for 20% off your t shirts. Why? Sale that's more than, just, more than just. Well, just, I mean, yeah. It's just relish, relish, period. Well, relish is a, a, a broad statement. Yeah, so but you I mean, being more specific by saying sweet relish, you could say sweet pickled relish or something, but you don't have. You could just say relish. But isn't there like tangy David, relish? Too? David, like hor- you could just say relish. All right. Well, I like my hot dogs with relish. Then you've never put like relish on a uh, on a hamburger or anything. No, but that sounds delicious. Or relish like when I make tuna fish, I put relish in it. No, but I, I ooh with the tuna fish. Yeah. Why? What? Because it's with, good. And you still get the mayo in there too. Yeah. Huh. I'm mixing okay. relish and raw and uh, whatever. Tuna, yeah. yeah raw, I was going to say give... raw tuna, but it's not raw tuna. <laughs> I'm going to give that a shot. That sounds pretty good. Yeah, you throw some mayo, throw some some relish, throw some breadcrumbs. Ooh. All right, you sold me. I'm going to give that a shot at some point. 
Yeah, so uh, sauerkraut's good. Everybody should eat it. I used to go to Nathan's and just like when I was finished my, my drink, I would fill up the cup with sauerkraut and take it home. <laughs> I haven't been to Nathan's in so long. I would love to go back. I used to go to uh, Mets games and just get, like, you know how they have the, the little plate, the little boats at the where the toppings are? Yeah. I used to just go there and eat the sauerkraut. I, I, didn't, I wouldn't yeah. pay her. I would just go up there and get the sauerkraut. Um, I don't think anybody could ever uh, fault you for that one. Next next shout-out is going to Bipolar Rock and Roller. That's the Showtime documentary about Mauro Ranallo. I, I watched it yesterday, and I think it, it's, it's very well done. It gave good insight into what he has to deal with, what he's been dealing with for his full life. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think it's great that that he's out there showing that you can live and and succeed in life with a uh, with bipolar disorder. Uh-huh. Something that surprised me is the fact that he used to date Jenny Neidhart. I didn't know that. Uh, who's that? Uh, Natalia's older sister, who I always thought was her younger sister. Interesting. Remember, they tried to set. I, th- I think they tried to set her up with uh, Biggie. On Total Divas? Yeah. Yeah, I always thought she was younger than Natty. But apparently she's older and used to date Moro. Interesting. Yeah. There were, like, clips of him wrestling and stuff up in Stampede, too. It was weird. Had no idea. That's pretty cool. He would well, he's sing, been... He's, he's, he sings in the documentary and stuff. Well, I mean, I don't really know much about him, but it seems like he's been around pro wrestling for a very long time. Yeah. So... And uh, Toy Story Land is getting the last shout out. It's uh, it just opened up in Walt Disney World, uh, in the in uh, Hollywood Studios, and uh, it looks awesome. I wish they added more than two rides to the area, which uh, there are now three rides. What do you the, mean? The there's there's not like a huge there's, attraction. They they had the Midway Mania, which is like a three D game thing that you like takes you on a track and you try to earn points and stuff. Uh-huh. That was there already, so they opened up Toy Story Land behind that, which has a Slinky Dog Coaster and an Alien's Claw machine type of, like, spinny whirly ride type of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, in, other, in, um, in other Disney's, they have an RC car that's kind of like a pirate ship, but it's not like... it's just on a track and it goes mm-hmm. back and forth up and down kind of i thought that i think that ride looks cool but uh just the the theming around that park is incredible yeah it what what it's supposed to make you feel like is you're like shrunk down to a toy size and you're walking around like there's giant like tinker toys everywhere the the benches there's a bench made out of popsicle sticks it looks like it sh- it would just be fun to uh, go to and check out. Yeah. It, it, yeah, definitely, definitely does. I saw Tim Allen was at the opening. Yes, saw that. Yeah, so. That's cool. Those are my shout outs. If you're in Disney World, uh, good luck trying to get into Toy Story Land. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm assuming, I think Brad sent me a picture the other day. It was a like a 260 minute wait or something for one of the rides, which Shh. is like, it's not uncommon. Like, I've like, with Avatar, the Avatar Land Pandora, 
Sometimes it's over three hours. But now, why would this be fun? What do you mean? Why would this be fun? To wait on to go wait on the line for so long and just to uh I don't I mean sometimes you see things they have interactive queues I'm not sure about the uh how the queue is for for these two new rides but what do you mean like the there's like interaction sometimes with with the rides like you you go through the the seven dwarfs mine train and you have uh you could like it's like I don't know gems and stuff. It feels like you're going into a mine. Mm-hmm. With the Pandora, with the Avatar Flight of Passage, you wait on the long line. You go through like these structures that are like incredibly built, incredibly themed. And you, at one point, you go through a lab and you see the the Avatar thing floating and stuff. Huh. That sounds pretty cool. Yeah. So. I know the the, the Dumbo queue is is new. Uh, it's obviously it's geared towards children, mm-hmm. but they give you a ticket to the circus, which is like a buzzer, and they buzz you when it's your time to go on the ride. But it's a play; it's a giant play area. Mm-hmm. So that's cool for yeah. if you had kids. But uh, yeah, Disney World's awesome. Now it's time for. Our moment of the week. That is right, our mark out moment of the week. Which, Bob, before we say that, even I forgot. I, I saw The Incredibles two this week. Ah, oh, how was it? I I enjoyed the film. I think the first one is better, but. Uh, I didn't, I didn't hate this sequel, but it's like nowhere near as good as Coco was for, for me. I still have to see Coco. Yeah. Coco looks like it would be really good. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So actual mark out moment of the week stuff. Uh, Buddy Murphy versus Mustafa Ali from 205 Live. Dude killed it. It was incredible. Like, the, if you're not watching this stuff, you're dumb. They killed it. The stuff that they pulled out was just, like, mind-blowing. You, Dude, like, the you, super, never, superplex. You don't see that. You don't see somebody go up onto the top rope and then stand on steel steps. Yeah, do a superplex off of the steel steel steps like the, that. The steel steps weren't like you probably complain with stuff. I mean, I've heard you complain with stuff like that in the past, where the referee holds the ladder. Well, no, no, no. The with that, the only thing that I I'm all for that. I only complained about when he the referee held it for someone else, but not for Kevin Owens. Oh. Yeah, that was my only complaint with that. But I, I mean, for safety wise, it's necessary. Yeah. So. Just like how you do a move off of the steel steps like that was just incredible. The the uh, the the Sp- running the, the running Spanish, Spanish fly? fly through the table, yeah. Well, not through, but right or, on yeah, top. not through. Yeah, sorry. Do you think that that was supposed to be through it? I don't know. I mean, it still was amazing. I mean, uh, even the stuff that Buddy Murphy was doing. There was that time where he was all tied up and he went with those running knees, and it was just. It was a solid Dude, match. I, like again, I've said it so many times. WW2 K19. I hope he. I hope Buddy Murphy makes it. I hope Ali makes it. I hope Nice makes it. 
Yeah, I, I've said it for a very long time. I really hope that at some point, like Mustafa Ali does win that championship. I yeah, said it. This like I don't think this match was for like a number one contendership, though, right? Oh, but I don't think so either. This was just like but Ali won. I think it was, I think it was just them settling a grudge or whatever. Yeah, uh, that's a grudge reference. I never saw the movie. I was about I was about to say yeah. <laughs> I never saw the film. Well. That was an amazing match. I agree with you. I also marked out this week for there's a moment where Anthony Gaines versus Ace uh, Romero at ECW Wrestling. Uh, ECW, wow. ESW Wrestling. And um, Ace just hit this pounce on Anthony Gaines, sending him over the top rope into the crowd, it looked like. Like he goes off into the uh, the yeah. dark region of the camera. And you could only imagine like, I'm still waiting for you to uh, do like a clip where he pushes him outside of the ring and then it splices into the Shockmaster. Yeah, I'm not doing that. That yeah, I figured. So bam roasted. Yeah, I would laugh. Also, uh, not not that I I didn't mark out for this, but I did see a guy walking on the main street yesterday, rocking an, an original ECW shirt, and carrying golf clubs. Looked like Sandman. Maybe it was. <laughs> like it literally looked like Sandman. I got it. I also marked out this week. Pretty huge for this one. Huge. Huge. The Hart Foundation reunion. Not what you're thinking, but. It's definitely what I'm thinking. Yeah, with Smith Jr., Teddy Hart, and Brian Mm. Pillman Jr., like at MLW Wrestling. I think that is. That's awesome. I mean, and I'm I'm not too sure if. Lance Hoyt's going to be involved with this with Killer Elite Squad. But I thought it's kind of like a long time waiting to see something like this happen with Smith. When was the last time we saw Teddy Hart and Smith Jr. team up? Yeah, yeah. I mean, and then the inclusion of Brian Pillman Jr. is just really cool. So that's going to be July 19th, MLW Melrose Ballroom. So you want to check that out for sure. Yeah, you got so, anything else? No, you could uh, take us home. Country Road. All right. Take me home. Time to wrap it up. Um, all right. Marking out 387 in the books. Thank you so much for listening. We always appreciate your support. Um, you're actually the reason why we still continue to record. It's for your entertainment. So thank you for listening. Uh, MarkingOut.com, iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Google Play, ProWrestlingTees.com slash MarkingOut. Go buy a t-shirt. Use the code AMERICA. Uh, sell ends uh, tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow right? at 1 p.m. Tomorrow at 1 p.m. July so make 6th. Sure, July 6th. So make sure that you purchase your t-shirts while you can. It's 20% off. And All- if, you, uh, if you don't want to purchase our t-shirt, or I mean if you do want to purchase our t-shirt um, and the sale – ends just wait till november or so <laughs> yeah um also youtube.com slash market 11 keep your eyes peeled for cooking with brandon seven uh also uh you got twitter at marking out at dave the rave underscore mo at chris green dog at bttg161 and we wish you the
best of luck with your future endeavors. Have a fantastic week.